Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> officials whose communities are being overwhelmed by hordes of illegal immigrants who are being dropped off by the Biden administration. Texas is providing charter buses to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C. We are sending them to the United States Capitol where the Biden administration will be able to more immediately address the needs of the people that they are allowing to come across our border. To get that going, I'm going to sign a letter to Chief Nim Kidd with the Texas Division of Emergency Management, who will be in charge of this operation. Alright, welcome back. It's Friday. Man, I love Fridays. It's The week is over. Thank God, because it's a long week. If you're a working person like myself, and you're doing this on the side, the weeks tend to get longer and longer. You don't seem to have a whole lot of time. Um, as you just heard, Governor Greg Abbott, he has ordered the Texas Military Department to begin mass migration response rehearsal along the state's border with Mexico. The order comes in a response to the Biden administration's plan to cancel the Title 42 Coronavirus Protection Protocol. It's estimated that you're going to have an additional anywhere between eight and 18,000 more illegal crossings daily once the Section 42 is, or Title 42 is lifted or whatever they call it. So, um, what that law is, is more or less you can't let sick people in during a pandemic. Kind of makes sense. They're the ones still beating the pandemic drum. I mean, all of us are pretty much, it's been over with. But for the Biden administration, they still want to beat it. They still have Fauci popping up here and there and everywhere, and they're still trying to scare you with it. So why lift the sanction now? Why take 42 off now in the midst of where they keep saying the coronavirus, the pandemic's not done yet. It's not done yet. Oh, it's not done yet. So why are you lifting it? Um, A few podcasts or episodes on my podcast ago, excuse me, uh, I reported that we're about halfway through the fiscal year and we're already at a million illegal crossings at that time. It was probably a couple weeks ago. We're averaging around 12 to 15,000 illegal crossings a day. So I'm sure we're well over that right now. We are on pace to set a record. I mean, if you're going to be the best, you might as well be the best at something. And I believe I said the same thing during that episode. If you're going to be the best, be the best at something. I mean, if you're going to mess up, you might as well mess up and go for the gold. You know, go big or go home. Let as many across as you can because we are on pace to exceed 2 million illegal crossings this year, in this fiscal year by October. That is disturbing to say the least. You probably have around 10 or 12 states that have less in their less population in their state than what's coming across the southern border so they are just way out of control down south you know i i still struggle to understand why it's so taboo to stop people at the border and ask them who they are and check them out and find out if they have relatives here, why you're coming here. Do you have, you know, you're going to need financial assistance right away or do you have some money? I don't understand why that's such a a 
problem for the Democrats, but it always is. You're just not allowed to ask any questions. They just want it where there's no wall, there's no border patrol, people can come and go as they please, and who pays the price for that? It's going to be all of us. We're going to pay the price. Because when you're letting all the drugs that keep coming across the border, you have human trafficking that keeps going on, and then you're going to just have a lot of dangerous people coming into the country, and since you're not checking them out, who pays the price? Not the people in Washington that are that are protected by borders around I mean, right now, you got a fence around the Capitol. So borders around everything between their houses, the Capitol, everything, they're not going to be affected. they got private security. They're okay. But people like me and you, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, we're the ones that pay for that. Uh, again, I don't understand why that's such a taboo subject. But for the Democrats, it is. They just want people to come and go as they please. I'd like to know, you know, you have doors on your house, right? Why do you put a door on your house? You put a door on your house to keep people out. I would like to know, do they leave their door wide open and anybody that walks up to their door, they just let them in? They don't ask them no question. Come on in, eat my food, sleep in my bed, take my clothes, whatever, no problem. (laughs) You know that's not happening, but they're sure more than willing to let them come across the border and do whatever they want here. Amazing. You have to excuse me while I'm looking through my paperwork. I do not want to say I am like Rush Limbaugh in that sense because there's nobody like the great Rush Limbaugh, the late Rush Limbaugh, but uh, like him, I do like to have paper that I am uh, reading and holding on to. I don't like to do everything on a computer screen. Uh, First of all, it hurts my eyes to stare at a computer screen constantly. I mean, you get to a point where I don't even know if I'm blinking anymore, and finally when I stop and sit back for a second, it's like I'm peeling my eyelids off. So paper, I don't seem to have the same problem. I guess I might blink a little more. Well, it is Friday, and yesterday, I know, everybody was anticipating it, and they were just so excited, especially the left. (laughs) First black female on the Supreme Court. You know, I would be as excited as the left is if it was a really solid judge that had some real moral values. But she's not. Uh, in a 53 to 47 vote, the Republicans that defected from the party, which she was going to get confirmed one way or the other, because even if it was 50-50, the deciding factor is Kamala Harris. So one way or the other, it was going down. But still, it shows where their allegiances lie. It shows how they uh, view uh, the country. They, uh, and I don't want to say view the country. It shows their views on what what is morally right and morally wrong because this lady had a lot there's a lot there that uh, needs to be unpacked she, she really is very light on sentencing pedophiles and she doesn't see child pornography to be a real big problem and you shouldn't get hit so hard for exploring a page for 15 minutes in her words and I, <laughs> I I absolutely disagree but the Republicans that defected are Susan Collins of Maine, big surprise. Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, again, big surprise. And Mitt Romney of Utah. Utah, I've already yelled at you before on a previous episode. You guys got to get rid of Mitt because Mitt is just the pits. Uh, On a a, uh, little bit that I looked up, and I touched on this in a prior episode too, but I'm going to just go over it one more time. Justice Breyer, who uh, K, what is it, KBJ or whatever, is replacing, uh, is currently the most fourth partisan uh, justice on the Supreme Court. 
and the most moderate of the so-called liberals on the Supreme Court. Now, Supreme Court's not supposed to be made up of that. You're, they're supposed to be blind, you know, like the statue in front of it. They shouldn't be picking sides. They should just be reading and interpreting laws, but, you know, they do. Uh, the court, generally, when they're all making a decision, most things that come across the Supreme Court, you know, we only really hear about the real big cases, but if you dig a little bit deeper into it, about 70% or so of the Supreme Court decisions generally are unanimous decisions. So about 70% of what comes across their desk, they're all in line with. It's that last 30% that gets a little tricky because generally those are the bigger ones like the abortion issues or um, you know, currently any of the coronavirus issues or trying to force people to take vaccines that they don't want, things like that. Uh, Breyer's voting record is the most moderate of the liberal wing, which means that a justice to his left has the potential to move the overall court to the left despite the commonly presented 6-3 to three conservative majority. The most liberal is Sotomayor, uh, who is about as liberal as Clarence Thomas is a conservative. Uh, Breyer has historically been about 20% more likely to break with the perceived conservatives in the court in split decisions than Sotomayor, which ultimately means... Excuse me, I'm flipping papers again. <laughs> I got a lot of them in front of me today. Um, which means that KBJ, if you go over her previous records, um, and there are some groups that, uh, consultants that, I guess they judge judges based upon their decisions in the courtroom, um, and they rate them on overall, whether they're moderate, conservative, right-leaning, left-leaning, whatnot. Uh, she's right in the middle somewhere by the polling of those. However, her stances on critical race theory and uh, the child pornography thing, like I said, they're, they're very, very far left. They're definitely not centered. So she's likely to be at least as liberal as Sotomayor. Most likely she's probably going to be the most liberal judge on the court, in which case, since she will not vote in the same way that Breyer voted in, it's going to pull the court more to the left. Uh, don't forget, we just put somebody on the Supreme Court today, and I don't really care what her color or gender is. That's not important to me, and it's never been important to me. It's always been more important to me to put the best person for the job in there. It is what it is. You know, you, what, what do you expect out of this administration? And... To be completely honest and fair with you, if it was, uh, you know, a right, if you had a, a whole bunch of Republicans in there, they're going to put somebody that's right-leaning in there. That's just the way this has been going for years. Um, but you've just put somebody on the court that has a problem giving you the definition of a woman. Again, I've gone over all this prior, but we're just revisiting it because what was once... Um, a potential for the Supreme Court. She is now confirmed for the Supreme Court. So for better or worse, she's 51 years old. Average life expectancy of a female is what, about 78, 79 years old right now? She's going to be there for a while. So uh, it's a shame that we have somebody on the court who can't define a woman, which is already problematic, because if a case comes up involving a woman what does she think that we're talking about at that point? So that's going to be an issue. And then her stance on CRT and uh, teaching CRT. Uh, side note, 
you know all these people that are the biggest advocates for critical race theory, Kamala Harris, uh, KGB, KKKK, whatever her name, whatever it is, Jackson. Um, you ever notice all their spouses, Don Lemon, they're all white. <laughs> you guys hate white people, but you all married white people. I don't get it. Yeah, you you claim, and this is your philosophy, not mine. I, I don't care who you marry. It doesn't matter to me. That That's completely unimportant. I'm not married to a white person. I'm not married to a black person either. I'm married to a Hispanic person. We're not the same race. So believe me, of all people, I don't care. But if you are saying that white people are devils, that's what you guys all complain about. Oh, they're all devils and they're all bad and you guys are inherently racist and you're racist from birth. But yet, Lori Lightfoot, all... You guys are all married to white people. Where's the disconnect here? (laughs) You would think you guys would all be married to somebody of the same race because you think that whites are so bad, but yet you're all married to whites. But I guess, you know, this whole conversation might be a little taboo for some people. It might get some people's feathers ruffled up. Not that I care. All right. Coronavirus. Although we know that it is coming to an end, well, for me in the state of Florida, it's been over a long time. Uh, for the majority of the country that is in more deep blue states, for you it is finally coming to an end. The restrictions are going away. Um, there is some you know, lingering effects of it probably in those states, especially when it comes to vaccine mandates or maybe certain places still you have to indoor mask because you do have a lot of crazy people that probably are still believers in it. They pounded your head so long with the, the, you know, the fear tactics that – sure some people are still sticking to the masks, but uh, at least down here it's not. But I am still, excuse me, but I am happy that uh, we're still fighting against it. Because there, like I said, there's still some lingering effects. For example, airlines. You still can't get on an airline without wearing a mask. Well, that is finally somebody's challenging it, and the people that are challenging it are not who you would expect. See, when something like that's being challenged, you would expect that, it's from some right-wing group or some of these crazy, the way they would portray us, these crazy right-wingers. Uh, they just don't want to wear masks. They don't care about anybody. They want everybody to die. Well, right now, the ones that are going after the Biden administration are flight attendants. <laughs> Oddly enough, because some flight attendants, I'm flipping my papers if you hear that in the background, sorry. Um, some flight attendants are probably more relaxed with it and others probably act like Nazis about the masks. So uh, flight attendants suing the Biden administration over its mask mandate on airplanes say that they were weaponized during COVID-19 to be mask enforcers. Uh, Lisa Williams was, is one of the nine people that are suing the Biden administration right now. Uh, says she's suing to end uh, Joe Biden's mask mandates on planes, which she thinks have been or she says have created a really hostile environment for all of us. And I don't disagree with that. There, there was quite a bit of footage uh, coming out of planes where uh, you were having a lot of people, I mean, even getting into physical altercations just because of masks. Uh, I just saw one a few days ago. I don't really put any of these in my uh, stories because you know, these are just, a lot of it's stupid, but... Uh, one guy, and he, he actually happened to be black. Okay? He was uh, wearing a mask that I think said F Joe Biden. 
and the lady's there, and she's, you got to take it off. You got to take it off. And, I mean, she wasn't moving the plane until he took it off. I mean, he's wearing a mask. It's supposed to be freedom of speech, freedom of what you wear. The curse word was asterisked out, so uh, it wasn't spelled out perfectly. But, again, they didn't care. That lady just was empowered to tell that young man, you better take that mask off and we're going to remove you from the plane. And that's a problem. Uh, the federal transport mask mandate has been in effect since February 1st of 2021. Uh, it's in place until April 18th. So a couple of weeks, it's supposed to be reviewed. Not that it's going to be um, dropped, but it's going to be reviewed and you have to wait and see what's there. Um, one thing that you have to understand about these mandates these mask mandates these are not laws you know we've been beating this drum people have said this to you i'm sure you've heard it before it's a mandate it is not a law Uh, you can't keep mandates up forever at some point you have to let it go you got a new what a new version of the omicron coming out i forget the the technical name of it what is it b2 or something similar to that I, i don't know but you have a new version coming out that's supposed to be about 10 percent more catchy than the Omicron is, but it's also to be, it's supposed to be even less deadly than Omicron. What are we doing here? I also saw uh, an article that said the CDC, the way they're going to start tracking coronavirus is more like the way they track the flu. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, really? It's a flu? You sure you want to say that? You might get canceled. Don't, don't call it a flu because when we call it a flu, we're all crazy people. It's not a flu. It's this deadly virus. It's like the plague. Uh, seemed like a flu to me. I had it twice. Felt like a flu. Seemed like a flu. I don't know. I'm going to have to go with flu. But I am happy that people are still fighting because this is something that you have to continue to fight against the dictatorial powers that they're trying to instill in the United States right now. So that if something like this ever comes up again, we already have precedent set of what can and cannot be done in the United States. Okay, This nonsense about wearing uh, a mask on a plane, uh, planes have great, first of all, filtration system. Secondly, it's an aerosol. And as we all know, cloth masks, for the most part, do not work. They're not going to stop an aerosol. So what's the point? Uh, and then lastly, you know... I heard this not too long ago, and I can't verify it. I do not fly. I haven't been on a plane probably oh, since maybe 2008. I'll say it was the last time I was on a plane, and it was because for work I had to go to Michigan for uh, training. Beyond that, I have not been on a plane, so I can't verify this. But it is my understanding, and I did hear it from a reliable source, that on planes, you are allowed at some point, depending on how long the flight is, to lower your mask for 15 minutes to just kind of get some fresh air in and then put it back on. So what would be the point of wearing a mask at that moment? Because if it's an aerosol, then for 15 minutes, you've been breathing it out and it's got to be all throughout the plane at that point. Don't you think? Not to mention the whole eating thing is stupid. Pull your mask down while you're eating. And then put your mask up. And then pull it down. And then put it up. Well, you do breathe while you eat. It's not like you're not breathing at all. So I'm going to, again, assume you're breathing these aerosols out into the cabin there. And at some point, you would have to just say to yourself legitimately, it's getting out into it. We're all going to get sick. So, I mean, the mask thing is just 
beyond stupid. But, again, it's important that we are fighting against it because we do need to set the bar high. we got to set precedence that you will never do this to us again. You guys fooled us. Shame on, you know what they say, shame on you for fooling me once, shame on me for letting you fool me twice. Yeah, if we don't do what we're supposed to do at this point, shame on us for allowing you people to fool us for a second time. Now, if you're not familiar with my podcast and you're not familiar with uh, any of the uh, videos that I do, generally on Fridays, and since this is a Friday, I always do fun fat facts on Friday. So today is going to be less of a story about me and just something to think about. When you're fat, as I am, so if you're fat, don't feel bad, we're in it together. But when you are fat, you have to try to avoid those moments where it's raining outside and you're hungry and you just can't figure out what to eat. So you make a poor decision and you end up in the parking lot at McDonald's and before you know it, I guess you've already walked in and you ordered your food and you're back in the car, the windows are all fogged up and you look around and there's wrappers everywhere. You don't even remember what happened because you just must have devoured everything and then you start to cry. Like, what did I just do to myself, man? I'm so fat. Why did I eat all this? You got to try to avoid those moments. Now, I'm not saying I've had those, <laughs> possibly, but if you're having one of those moments, try to do what's best for you because my fun fat fact for Friday is don't be fat. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you like what you're seeing or hearing, please rate and review me. It would be a great help. If you'd like to follow me, I am at Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N, Gabor Parlor. I am at The Real Little Joe. CloudHub, I am at Little Joe CC. YouTube, Little Joe CC. Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Facebook, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section, leave me a message, and I will get back to you. Besides that, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and we will do it again on Monday.